Hey there. Hey there. <laughs> like I was mocking you, I totally wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you totally were. <laughs> I, ha- I don't know why I have to stop myself from going, hey girl. Like, I don't say that. I don't know why I keep wanting to say it. <laughs> that is the most funniest hey girl I ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny it's like, it's like you're saying like hey girl but you're adding like a little like, hey girl like I don't <laughs> does it does it have like a little country twang to it is that so, it definitely has something <laughs> it has something <laughs> oh god Tell us where that country twang came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm not quite sure. I think uh, it just it just hit me. Well, I don't know. It hit me out of nowhere. <laughs> like, where did you grow up? Tell us. So I, I I up? Okay, I was yeah. born. I was born in Tucson, Arizona, but I moved to Virginia uh, when I was three years old, and I have lived in Virginia all my life except for a small stint in Illinois when I lived with a boyfriend uh, that lived there. Wow. I guess, guess that's all Virginia accent there. <laughs> and so what, what part did you predominantly live in? A, a little tiny town called King George. That's okay. where, I, where I started out. And um, that's, that's actually going to be part of our episode today because I, well, I meant, sorry. Oh, still there? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it went. Could you? I'm gonna have to edit that. Could you hear me talking when I said King George? Mm-hmm. Okay, because the screen darkened. And all right. Anyway, we keep going. So, uh, yeah, I I grew up in a tiny town called King George, and um, part of what we were gonna talk about today was in 1998. 1998, we had racial wars in our school. And I actually came home from school one day and went up to my dad, crying my eyes out and said, I'm not going back. You can't make me. The girls are mean (laughs) and the boys are mean. And it was one of those places where if because it was just it was and predominantly it was either white or black students. And we had I'm sure that we had a few Hispanic students in that in that uh, area. But I honestly can't remember them like I was I was never friends with any Hispanic kids not for any reason that I wouldn't have been but I just don't remember um any Hispanic kids that went to that school and I can tell you we had exactly two Asian girls in our school I can remember their names and I grew up thinking that there was only because this stuff just was not really taught in our school there were white kids and there were black kids so I thought all the Asian kids were white kids they just looked a little different than I did and I thought that <laughs> all of the Hispanic kids were also white kids. Like, I really had no clue. It just was anything that was ever taught to me. And I, I don't know, just never, never really thought much about it. It was never anything taught in our school. And I just didn't, you know, I didn't have anything against anybody for the way that they looked. So it just never occurred to me to, I don't know, separate people by their, their races so where did uh, where did you grow up? How in Virginia as well. So I came. My father is in the military or was in the military, <clears throat> and we moved from Heidelberg, Germany, to here when I was in the second grade. Um, and we landed in Fredericksburg, and I've lived there all of my life until I moved. Um, here to Georgia in 2008 and so I'm very familiar with King George (laughs) but I don't remember would you say that's about 30 45 minutes away from Fredericksburg yeah yeah that's about right so 30 45 north right you would you would say it's it's north it's uh northeast yeah it's it's east more than anything but yeah And, and for the record you're white Right. Yep, I am. For the for the record, I'm black, African American, whatever one you choose to say. Just don't call me late for dinner. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, 
here we are. We're only 30, 45 minutes away from each other. Of course, we didn't know each other growing up or anything like that, but I grew up in a predominantly white town. Um, I went to a high school that was predominantly white. I went to school with very rich children. I went to school with the senator's kids. Um, There was very few black, Latino, any kind of minority that went to our school. Um, I would have to say out of 100%, maybe we were 10, maybe you know, um, so, and my neighborhoods were like that. Um, usually it was always, we were the only black family and maybe there was another one. Um, all my jobs were like that. I was the only black person at my jobs. Um, yeah. So that's what I grew up around. And Well, I guess, you know what, you were the only, you were the only black salesman that we had at our well wait was there a, a black male salesman when, when we met at work I can't no there was a guy named David okay he might have come after you a guy named David I, I can remember him but he was he was back in Greenleaf days uh which is where we we met at a place called Greenleaf that no longer exists anymore mm-hmm. um it was bought out but um but yeah it's it's just when you it's funny not funny haha but funny when you say uh you know I was the only was the only white or the only black person you know it's that's how it's always been like that is obviously something you noticed when you worked anywhere that you worked but when you worked with us and it's something I never noticed until you said it like all these years later I had to look back on it and be like huh that is true. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, like, I'd love to say that that makes me such a good person that I just didn't notice the the race. I don't see race, but and it's probably just really that I, I just don't notice a lot of anything that I, I kind of just <laughs> drive right. right over stuff like that. And usually when it's not you, you notice less. Right. You know? So exactly. if it were, you were the only white girl in, um, all everybody else was black you would have noticed that right exactly <laughs> I'm sure they were. yeah so it never I never it never bothered me when I say bothered me like it never bothered me where I just was like oh god I can't you know stand to go to this job and I'm the other it ne- I never felt like that because I always worked with people that were good to me, who treated me well. I mean, of, of course you have the select few that are, you know, assholes and ignorant, but for the greater part, I was treated just like everybody else. I didn't have horror stories at work. I met some really good people, um, but it was just the fact it would have been nice to have a little bit of diversity in, in the right. workplace. It, it would have been nice to not be singled out and be the only one because like, even though you don't notice, like we notice, you know, and um, it, it's just nice. It's just nice to be around other people who um, look different. So um, yeah, but it never, it never was like uh, something that I hated. I, I know that, it was a big, huge factor in the reason why me and my husband left Virginia is because we did want our children to be raised in a more diverse place. And wow, did I pick them? (laughs) I picked one of the most diverse counties in the United States. Stacy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm here. I started talking. <laughs> I forgot. Um, so that was that was your actual reason for why you chose to move there. Like you tried to find the like a really diverse place, and that was how you settled on that area. It was it was that and the school system. Yes. Wow, that's really cool. Just that I, I don't know. I mean, just that you could you would have even thought to to do that to look into that. You know that area I mean, that makes sense to I, want to do that and I always felt like I was missing out on culture and I love culture so so much I want to learn everything about everybody and where they come from and what do you eat and and you know what what are your standards and what do you live by and what do you believe in and 
how are your holidays different from, I always was so intrigued to learn about other people and where they came from. And so you can live or I can live around black people and still not have culture. Well, yeah, culture is not assigned to race and that's specific to if it's something that you, you do, you know, you have, you all have your own cultures. So I wanted my children to not only live in a diverse area, but I also wanted them to have access to culture and we have it hands down here. I mean, I love it. I, I just, I couldn't love it anymore. I don't think. That's so awesome. We, we definitely do not. We are lacking in culture uh, in this area for sure. And I will say that where we met at work has definitely changed as far as uh, diversity, I think. That's great. Uh, in, as far as the people that come into work, uh, that, that came in um, to, uh, to purchase things and customers, gosh, that's what I'm trying to say, the customers and the people that worked there. <laughs> Um, it, it really had changed. I started to learn a lot of Spanish working there just because I heard it spoken so much that I would be sitting there typing and then I would hear something and I would stop for a moment and be like, I know what they're saying. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I just really enjoyed that. So, I mean, we had, I, um, I had told you we had sort of a similar experience in that we were thinking of moving um, away from uh, the Virginia area, we just didn't like the, um, the, the people <laughs> in general, not, not every person by any means, but just the area that we lived in, we started to really dislike the way that we felt we were uh, treated at times. And just, there's no, there's no friendliness in this area. And I always talk about how I'm not friendly and I'm not a people person, but I will be if somebody else is too, you know, like I, I'm not going to make the first move though. I'm not going to make the eye contact first or say hello to strangers on the street. But if they say hello to me that I'm like, Oh, Hey, you know, how you doing? I'm completely friendly. So that's uh that's my lack, but we had been to Tennessee um, Pigeon Forge specifically, which is a really big tourist town and has a lot of diversity because there are just so many people coming in to visit the town. And we had talked about moving out there um, and just, it was fun to visit. People are so friendly and it was just such a nice place to be. But part of what kept us from, from moving there was just that it, other than in that particular area, the, the towns that surrounded it, where we would actually be living there really was no diversity. It was just white people and white people and more white people. <laughs> and we just, we just weren't about it. I, I don't hate my race or anything like that, but I just didn't, I didn't want to see nothing but white people and, and no other culture of any kind. I felt like that was, we don't have kids and we are never going to have kids. So it wasn't a concern of that. It was just that we liked the diversity. We like the different people. We like learning about different cultures. And I, when I worked at the place that we met, uh, Greenleaf, I, um, I met a, a guy named Anthony and he was um, from Peru and his wife was Salvadorian. And then I met another girl that worked there um, that was Mexican. And between the three of them, they would tell me about like their different cultures and how some things overlapped and how certain things were different. And I learned a lot about Dia de los Muertos and a lot of just that culture and the, the reason that they celebrate. I learned another one that I hate myself for not remembering the name of, but it was the celebration of all of the children that had passed away. I want to say it was either the day before or the day after I'm going to mess this up and be very mad at myself for not remembering it correctly. And if I could Google it while I was on the phone, I would get it right. But it was just a, it was like a really beautiful thing that they did. And I really liked it. And it's just not anything that we would have here. Right. And it's something I would lose out on. And while I did work there, I actually was friends with the, uh, the girl that was Hispanic and also another girl that was black. And I loved that these two people were my friends at work. Like these were my, <laughs> we didn't really do much <laughs> outside of work. We did, I mean, we did a few things. I went to yoga and a painting class. I went to a movie. Like we, we did a few things, but we weren't calling each other on the phone every night. We weren't going to hang out and eat dinner together. It wasn't anything like that, but we, we did have a few times where we went out, but I loved that all my friends weren't white because currently all of my, I say all, like I have a lot, my couple of friends that I see on the regular, they are all white. And, and that doesn't make me love them any less, but it's just that I don't, 
I don't have any friends that are different than me, you know, any friends that I can learn. Like, um, I was, I remember being in school and seeing the black girls that had, and I'm going to get the word, I'm going to get it wrong again. The girls that did their hair up. What did you say that was called? Finger wave. (laughs) (laughs) But like, they would do these crazy styles and I would be like, I would go home and tell my mom that there was this girl at school and I, I really wanted to do my hair like her. And she'd be like, honey, you don't have the right kind of hair for that. Like, well, you know, why not? Like, I didn't understand that their hair was different. Why couldn't I do that? I've never understood why they couldn't wash their hair every day, but I had to wash my hair every day. I never understood why they would have to put oils in their hair and that my hair would get oily if I didn't wash it. You know, like, I just, I never had any introduction to that in any way. And to tell a, a probably somewhat inappropriate, but I still think funny story. There was a girl in my school. She was a bully to me. And my mom was a manager of the McDonald's and my mom managed this girl's mom. Like this girl's mom worked for her. And so, and the girl's name was Jamise and she happened to be a black girl. And obviously her mom was a black mom. And my mom one night was um, introducing us and she, her mom said, Oh, you must know my daughter. Her name's Jamise. Uh, Are you guys friends? And now why my brain thought, well, I don't want to say, well, no, because your daughter's a bully because I thought she would go back and tell her daughter that I said it and that her daughter would you know, bully me even more. So I said, oh, I don't know. We, we're not friends. I don't like her. Oh. And my mom was so embarrassed. And my mom was like, Stacey, you know, like, you can't, don't say that. And she said, oh, well, why, honey? Why don't you like her? And I said, because she's black. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I was never raised to ever be, you know, racist in any way. There were not racial slurs in my home. No, my mom, my dad never said, oh, I don't like such and such because they're this color skin. That was never said, but I thought admitting that this girl was a bully to me and picked on me all the time. It was worse. If I said that, that she would go home and tell her daughter. And the first thing that popped in my head was, oh, I don't like her because she's black. And my mom, if you could have seen her face, (laughs) I mean, and if you could have seen this lady's face, like she pulled back from me, like I was a snake that could have been her. Like (laughs) she was just like, oh no, you did not little white girl. (laughs) Just, and, and she quit. Like she quit working there. Uh, if it had been today, like my mom would have gotten fired for sure. You know, it would have been like, hey, you're raising your kids to talk this way. I mean, it would have been a whole thing. Like it would have been a whole scandal. But yeah. And, and when we walked out to the car, my mom was like, Stacy, you cannot say that. Why would you say that? <laughs> and I, I told her the truth. Like I told her what it was. And she was like, oh my God. Okay, look, if, if ever this situation happens again, you just say that you guys are friends or you say you don't know her. I don't care what you say, like, but you never say that. And she and she even like started to ask me, but she did the best she could with the situation. Like, do, do you not like her because she's black? Do you have, are black girls mean to you and you just don't like black girls? And I was like, no, it's just her. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's plenty of white girls that are mean to me too. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah that was that was I will never forget that I, I want to say I was eight or nine years old at that point we we were very young and, and still in like you know our uh, first few years of school but I can I can remember it like <laughs> it was not something I ever did again for sure so so you said that you didn't know why we um couldn't wash our hair every day and so now do you know the answer to those questions well from the few girls and i have not been many that i have been close friends with and we've discussed that stuff my understanding was that the that your your scalps don't produce the amount of oil in, in that our scalps do that my scalp does is that not correct? Um, I don't know if I would say that, but I would maybe say that because of our the texture of our hair, we need more than what you need. Right. So not maybe that it doesn't produces it, but it looks different in your head than it would in mine, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yes, we do need more oil and, I, and our, our hair to oil is like sponge, like a sponge to oil. 
And I can't even, I can't even like, I mean, I've seen it, you know, I've, I've watched like, I, <laughs> I will watch any YouTube hair video of any person getting anything done. And I'm just mesmerized. Like I love to watch the girls with like the natural hair that's just really big and poofy and they'll put oil in it and then flat iron it down. And it's like yeah. this sheen and it, it just, it's, like it's so shiny. <laughs> it's like, it's so pretty. Oh, what a part oh that is. Oh, I, you know what? And the only reason that I um, even know as, as little as I know, um, one of my, my best friends, she, she is white, but she, um, after taking some ancestry, I think she is uh, 12% African-American, by the way, but she has, um, she has uh, really tight, thick, curly hair. So she would put so much product on her hair just to keep it from frizzing. And she would spend hours straightening it. And then she would go, if she could make it a week, she'd go a week without having to wash it because it was such a pain to dry. And it took for, I mean, it it would take hours to dry because it was so much hair. Um, Speaking of ancestry, I did the same thing. And guess what my percentage was in European, Caucasian, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't even know how to guess that. You'll never fucking believe it. You'll never believe it because I didn't believe it. I don't know if I still believe it. 37%. Oh my God. What? Somebody to lie wow. to me. That is almost half. You know what I'm saying? Who's fucked with the milkman? <laughs> <laughs> my, my ancestry uh, said um 1% or possibly less than and anybody that has seen my whiter than white skin would not be surprised <laughs> yeah. by that in any way um i was told though that i was um i we had um cherokee indian in in our ba- in our background and and i'm adopted so that was in my adoption paperwork and uh, there's not none of that not even not even the most no 1% no less than 1% none no Indian I was told the exact same thing for the longest time because I would say like I don't know if you look at my grandmother had really fine silky kind of hair my mom and my sister they kind of have like the same kind of hair but it's like it's a different texture than then my grandmother's hair, and then my aunt like a really like curly, silky type of hair, and my hair is like different than my mom and my sister's hair, who obviously I grew up in the same household, and I always used to wonder like why my hair was different than theirs, and they used to tell me that my our great 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 maybe I'm attached to me great I don't know but she was really great. Okay. <laughs> grandmother was named Salu and they said that she was Cherokee Indian so all this time I'm thinking okay you know I the whole thing I got that Indian hair I guess you know? right <laughs> well yeah and then I get to do the DNA in ancestry and like you said not even a freaking smidgen none nothing yeah I had uh, I had plenty of Irish though, which would be of no surprise <laughs> to anyone because <laughs> I am whiter than white. <laughs> so, and I I do not tan. I just burn and have a, a a minor sun allergy. So when I do get a burn, I have like the flu symptoms. I get really sick from it. So definitely of of no surprise whatsoever. Uh, that and a little bit of Scandinavian. Um, which again, you know, whiter than white. So <laughs> I'm a huge hot tea junkie, love hot tea. It's one of my favorite things and I do not drink it without cream. Um, and then come to find out whenever I did that DNA ancestry and 37% was your, like, and then I think that over 20, no, I don't know the exact numbers. I have to look it up again, but over 20% of that was from Great, Great Britain. Oh, now I drink when I drink tea to make sure I put my pinky out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I love this. <laughs> Gotta make your ancestors proud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I I am also Great Britain. Um I, I really have it all. Like the uh I have the the Irish, the Great Britain, and the Scandinavian. 
um, those are my main, like my main components. So, which makes absolute sense. So I, I totally believe mine. I, I was even excited to have just that tiny little bit. Like I wanted something more interesting in my, in my bloodstream. I wanted something where I could be like, Hey, I got, guess how much black two whole percent. Like I just wanted something in there. <laughs> you know what i wanted to know because often i I can't even tell you i can't put it on on my hands how many times people have said to me ask me like where am i from and you know i was born in north carolina (laughs) (laughs) i was born in north carolina so i'm like you know born in north carolina raised in virginia and no, they're like, no, they, they thought that I was from another country. And so most of the time when somebody asks me that and I say, well, what country did you think that I was from? They will say that I, that they thought I was from the Virgin Islands. And so I'm thinking like, first of all, I need to make a trip because I need to see what you're, what you're calling me. Cause it could be a good or a bad thing. Like, what do you really say? No, that's a good thing. That is definitely a good thing. And you know, it's, it's your skin tone and the fact that you, you wear colored contacts. It would be my guess. They tell like, me I can totally see my, it. Um, like I have big eyes. I have a big nose. I have big, I have big features, you know, like that. Um, the one actually was two, two people told me that, my features were exotic and that, and it could have, like you said, it could have been because I, maybe I had contacts that, and I don't know if I had them on or not, but it could have been because of that, you know? You, but you also have really big facial expressions. Like I can see that, like you, you know, when you laugh, you really laugh. And when you smile, you really smile. Like, I feel like you're, you're more animated than you probably realize that you are. And I could see where that would make people go, gosh, you know what? She's not from around here. Like people in this area, they're not this animated. They don't, they don't love life like this. Like that's horrible to say, but (laughs) Hmm. I can, I can see that. So, but I still need to make a trip and make sure like that this, this woman that comes from the Virgin Islands doesn't have like warts and, you know, all this stuff it like you know her eye is underneath her nose kind of thing <laughs> i i don't think anybody has ever uh used the virgin islands as a way to describe somebody that was a bit troll-like <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny when you put it that way <laughs> Like I feel like being told you look like you're an islander cannot be taken as an insult. I I had um my same friend that is she's one of my best friends in the whole world. But at one point, you know, we were going through our uh, we don't like each other phase, and she and one of her other friends used to call me duck face. So I feel like you don't. Why? There's no way to, <laughs> because <laughs> because my. <laughs> No, this was before like duckface was a thing. But apparently, oh look at me, I I coined it. I was duckface before duckface was cool. Um I I my upper lip, I would um when I would get really nervous and I was always nervous in school because I was just I was bullied and picked on us, such a nerd. But I would suck in my bottom lip. So like my upper lip would stick out <laughs> farther than my, <laughs> my bottom lip. And they would walk by me and quack at me and like and you know, pretend to walk like a duck. Oh, it was so mean. <laughs> I know you can't see me, but I did it and I did it again. Just so I can see. <laughs> 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 I'll have to send you a picture uh, you like, so you can get you, the full effect. When you did it, did you just like like continuously suck on your bottom lip, or you just held it there? Between, like, well, what? I didn't. I'm. I guess I'm not. I didn't pull the whole lip in behind my teeth. I would just. You know, have you ever been nervous and you just sucked oh, your you your the inside of your lip? Yes. So that the <laughs> the bottom one would come under mm. underneath of the top one, whereas actually in real life, my bottom lip is fuller than my top lip, and it it really doesn't look that way. But you know what? Also, as a teenager and kind of growing into my own face, so <laughs> it may have stuck out a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh. <laughs> around like that? Oh. do you suck on it do you bite? What, what? 
you know what one of the one thing let's let's talk about something weird that uh, I used to do when I was when I was a kid in school and I don't know that I've ever told anybody I just haven't thought about it it's not really not that big of a deal you're not going to learn anything super great but um they used to ask me when we would sit at the lunch table I have no idea what I would do that or why I would do it but I would take my food out of my little you know my little paper bag and if I had like let's say I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich I would put it in my lap and I would pull pieces of it off and eat it like little pieces you know like Mm -hmm. and stick them in my mouth and eat them but I would never bite the sandwich or have the sandwich in view I don't know why I don't know why I did that interesting (laughs) just I just always wanted to disappear (laughs) (laughs) oh I kind of I kind of went through a phase with food and I didn't want it to touch um yeah I didn't want it to touch okay so not only did I not want it to touch but I had to make sure that the last bite that I took on the plate was the 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 bite that I wanted to marinate in my mouth so whatever, whatever it was, that was my special thing on that plate that day. I would make sure that I ate everything around it and I left that little piece. So that would be my last bite. And that's what I could have that would just stay there. You know, you know how you like to dig in your back tooth. You know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. I kind of still do that sometimes. My my dad used to tell me when I was a kid, and he still will say it sometimes. Like you, you could have some food off my plate, but you can't have my last bite. Like that's the best bite, and you can't have it. I feel that so much. I mean, it's all the first bite and the last bite are they're very important. They're really important. You know, I can't even, I can't even knock that because that I, you're right. I still do that sometimes. There are times where I'll kind of eat around something and be like, yeah, that's that one. (laughs) one. I'm going to get to you. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody come and eat the first bite of your Snickers. No, no. Do you know what eat that first bite? Here, here's another, here's another weird thing that I still do, um, and Rick, Rick is just like, he's like, you're just the weirdest person. If I have anything, um, well, if I have a cereal, if I have cereal, I, <laughs> I can't let anybody breathe over it. <laughs> what? Why do people breathe over your cereal? Well, haven't you ever had like you've been eating and somebody will come over and just lean over for some reason like well maybe your husband doesn't like to antagonize you the way mine does but sometimes he'll just come over and bother me for no reason but when I have cereal like I have to block it like no you can't don't don't breathe on my cereal and and I don't even breathe over it myself like I'm so scared and paranoid something is gonna get in that bowl of cereal milk and I it just makes me really nauseous and I can't handle it it's never happened I don't know what made me this way like I can't think of a time that anything ever got in my cereal bowl and that I but mm -mm. and I also will not um I won't drink the milk out of a, a cereal bowl because that makes me gag and I have to, I have to run away when Rick is going to drink cereal because Do you know I don't the, like do you know what articles of life in that cinnamon t- <laughs> milk. <laughs> oh, because it's not cold anymore. I mean, it is cold, but it's not like refrigerator cold. And I, <sighs> it just makes me feel sick. I can't, I can't do it. I mean, I've done it before, but I just can't do it anymore. And, and uh, the sound of people like eating or chewing or swallowing will send me over the edge to where I want to just break their faces in half. So when he's drinking milk, I have to get up and leave or I have to cover my ears like la 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 la. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's Dylan. And sometimes I antagonize him like your husband does you on purpose. I will get about, especially chips. He hates that so much. Anything that's really crunchy and I'll put Mm -hmm. a... I'll put a uh, a load in my mouth and just go. Oh, oh. Like, hey, he'll, he'll look at me with the meanest. <laughs> oh my god, he's such a dick. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he he doesn't intentionally um, antagonize me food wise, but sometimes he just doesn't remember. Like he's like, you know what, your crazy is showing. You might want to tamp that down a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this about you because I don't know how extreme you are, but I'll tell you that my husband he makes me paranoid to eat my own meal free and clear because I'll be self-conscious of what I'm doing, how loud I'm chewing or whatever. Look over at him, like you know, thinking I'm too loud or you know. Right. So sometimes I like to just go back in the bedroom or something to eat my food, just so I can like you know, almost like you throw. <laughs> You throw a T-bone to a dog and he just goes crazy. Sometimes I just want to eat like that. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, Rick Rick is the same way uh, as far as um, watching how he's eating for my benefit. He has learned to swallow without making sound because it knows he knows it just sends me into like, "Ah!" like, I can't (laughs) can't handle it. So um, he he will not make sounds when he eats. But to to turn the tables a little bit he can't stand the sound of like um metal you know like a a piece of silverware on a plate like he can't stand that sound or like metal on your teeth like when you're eating yeah so it doesn't bother me but I don't do it because of him and I asked him I said hey if I'm not home do you ever just like chug a drink back just like that's right I'm gonna make that swallowing sound because you're not here and he's like no I was like really because when when you're not home I will scrape that fork all over that plate because I don't give a damn (laughs) I'm making music on the plate like (laughs) <laughs> my thing is i don't i cannot stand when people spit oh, oh my god they spit especially when they like to be all extra and hawk it and all that <laughs> think that anybody wants to have your bits and pieces of saliva all around our earth <laughs> keep it inside your body. stay moist <laughs> I hate watching people spit so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not not a fan of that. Not a fan of that sound at all. Or um it, my husband has um has GERD, which is just essentially just a well, not even a fancy, a really rednecky sounding word um that just means that after you eat certain foods, you have that, you know, um uh, acid reflux oh, that comes yeah, up. That. and so he's constantly like uh, you know clearing his throat but he'll do it so loud and I'm here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna shine with all my crazy I I am listed as a highly sensitive person I have high anxiety I have um manic press or not manic uh, uh major depressive disorder so I, I really need to know when stuff's coming and sounds are going to happen and, and it could be all quiet in the morning. We're having coffee and the dogs are sleeping and the TV's on, but it's down low. And then he'll just break out that uh, like all loud. <laughs> it just sends my world into chaos. What, what about that? Um, I don't even know if I can do it, but the, the allergy thing, you've had people go. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to just <laughs> I when people sneeze loud and I don't mean they sneeze the sound of the sneeze coming out of their body because that doesn't usually bother me but some people make that extra sound afterwards <laughs> like <laughs> what <laughs> do you know they make that sound oh you. <laughs> I had one girl that I worked with that it would be so quiet in our office and she would sneeze. And every time when she was done, like after the sneeze came out, she would make a sound. It was so loud. And I just thought, you don't have to do that. I know you don't. Like you're going to tell me you do. And there's no reason to argue about it. But I know that you don't have to make that sound because I can sneeze and make no sound. I can burp and make no sound. So don't tell me that you can't <laughs> control it sometimes. That's so the 
Yeah, that's funny. Didn't you remember Missy? She used to sneeze. Well, I ha I have no right to talk about anybody sneezing because I think that I'm a loud sneezer. And not only am I a loud sneezer, I'm a habitual sneezer. I will sneeze <laughs> 50 times in a row and you'll be like, really? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, I got some more. <laughs> you know what? I'll count Rick's down when he sneezes because he'll usually do three or four, maybe five, sometimes six in a row. And I'm like, you got one more in you, don't you? Shut up, shut up. And you can see him trying to hold it back. I'm like, it's coming, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember Missy sneezing? I feel like she- Wasn't hers the little hick yes. sound? Like it was like, yes. <laughs> sneeze, I was like, what is that? She's like, I, I was like, that was a sneeze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, mine don't sound like that. I, I don't I don't think they I think mine just sound like a normal sneeze. I don't really know, you know, I don't know a way to to describe what they are, but there's no follow-up and it's certainly not cute like that. Like she had a cute little kick sound. Like I don't know how people do that. <laughs> I don't know if it was cute, but <laughs> Yeah, I love her, but I have to say that was annoying little sneeze she had. <laughs> Yeah, you almost pat her on the back like, get a real sneeze. <laughs> I, um, I've actually had a few people that have listened to um, my other podcast say, oh, your, your laugh is so cute. And I'm like, you know what? You don't know because I'm talking to myself. So, and, and I know what I'm about to say. So whatever I'm going to say isn't going to make me laugh as hard as like somebody or something that I'm not expecting, I have the loudest laugh when when I'm not prepared for something and it really, really gets me. I mean, it it's it's so loud. And one story that I um Rick used to tell people was he was like, I get so embarrassed to go with her to the movies when it's a movie that isn't a comedy. Like we went to go see this movie and I I used to know what the name of it was. I can't remember anymore. But and again, this is where I'm going to show what an awful person I am. And I feel like I'm gonna have to explain why I laughed at this once I tell you, but it was supposed to be a really like dramatic scene. And <laughs> it was this kid walking up a road and suddenly a car comes flying over the, like you couldn't see the, the road was hilly and you couldn't see over the hill. And this car comes flying over the hill and just plows this kid down. Yay. And it was not supposed to be funny. And I lost my mind. I mean, I laughed so hard, like threw my hands over my mouth. The people beside us turned and looked at me all teary eyed because they were horrified that this little kid <laughs> just could take it out. Okay, so here's where my here's where my sixth sense of humor and Rick Rick even turned to me like, shut up. Like what are you doing? Like but I, I will laugh when something really unexpected happens, regardless of if it's meant to be funny. And I'd love to say that's, that's where it ends, but it doesn't. When, when things happen to little kids in movies, I always laugh because it's something that you don't ever see. But you know what? If something happens, like in real life, I would never laugh. If a little kid got hurt, I'm not laughing at them. If I saw a little kid being hurt and I could help them, I would help them. But I just have some kind of dark thing because it's like taboo. It makes me laugh. But if it's an older person and they get hurt, even if it's meant to be funny, like I get so upset. Like I guess I'm just backwards in that. And if it's an animal, I usually can't laugh at it either. But Something about the fact that, you know, little kids being hurt in movies is very, it doesn't happen very often because most people don't want to see that. That's really upsetting to a lot of people. And for whatever reason, it just sparks some weird thing in me and just makes me laugh hysterically. But again, <laughs> real life, I would not laugh. If a little kid got hit by a car, I would not laugh about that little kid getting hit by a car. But I have had some grown adults that I have worked with that have mentioned to me in passing, like, I, and more than one, actually, that they have been hit by a car and then gotten mad at me when I just burst into <laughs> laughter because <laughs> that shit's funny. Well, I mean, that's almost like an odd thing to say. How many people just were like, oh, yeah, I got hit by a car. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's yeah I'm, <laughs> same but i'm with uh my darkness comes on another route and i i 
I don't care who it is. It doesn't matter if it's a baby. It doesn't matter if it's somebody our age bracket, their senior citizen. I don't care who it is. It's equally funny all across the board. It is so hard for me to wait and find out if the person's okay before I bust out my <laughs> when I see somebody trip and fall. I die. <laughs> I do. I die every time. Um, <laughs> Past time, I will watch videos of people tripping. <laughs> I will do the same thing. I'll watch. I'll watch gifts over and over of little kids falling down. <laughs> that is that is the funniest because because when little kids fall, they're so real about it. Whereas I feel like when adults fall, sometimes they try to make it look funny and it, it ruins it for me but if i see a little like there's a gift that go, that i've seen i don't know how many times of a little kid looking through the like he has um i don't know where he's at but he has like a little mail slot in his door you know like some places where they'll put the mail like right in your door and he's looking through it and the, <laughs> the mailman come, he's standing on a chair because he's really little and the mailman comes by <laughs> pushes the mail in hits him in the mouth and just <laughs> just shoves this little kid because the mail guy doesn't know he can't see him so he's trying to push the mail in and it's pushing this little kid's mouth and he's just he falls back on the floor and i <laughs> i i can cry it makes me laugh so hard i mean he's fine like he doesn't even cry he's totally fine but or the ones with the the really big big balls where they'll kick them at people and why you would ever think you should kick that big ball at your little tiny five-year-old i don't know but when they go flying backwards and hit the grass <laughs> that's funny um so I can and, and what you're gonna have to send that gift to me so i can <laughs> definitely will <laughs> or is it a gif it depends on who you ask rick and i have this argument about it all the time but i i think it's gif he says it's Jeff. So I think both are actually correct. Mm, I think I'm right. Jeff <laughs> what <laughs> it should be a J, right? It, right, exactly. Or it makes me want to, we'll see. And his thing was like, or I don't remember if he said this as a as a fight for it or not, but in a Jiffy, you know, and, and Jiffs are quick. I'm like, yeah, but Jiffy is J-I-F-F-Y. Like, that's not a Jiffy. Like, <laughs> so... That is um, another uh, another really childish thing that I laugh at though as much as I hate um, like mouth sounds and body sounds when people burp I, I'm I'm five years old it's the funniest shit in the whole world to me I can't even help myself and it has to be a good one I mean don't just give me one of your little bit but like I can out burp any dude I know if I really wanted to so <laughs> what you say? contest Oh my god, all about it. <laughs> yeah, burping thing. What? <laughs> See something new. We learned something new about each other. That's <laughs> Yeah, we are we me and Dylan always say, you know, we're each other's yin to the yang, blah blah blah, whatever. Literally everything that I do, he does the opposite. And like how I burp, he's the biggest farter I've ever met in my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Rick and I have never farted in front of each other in all the time we've been together. Get out of here. How? Okay. Because, okay. Not, not, it's not anything that we like hide. It's, it, there's no thought of it doesn't happen. We don't do it. I, I just, I'm going to sound so ridiculous. I have such a high sense of smell. Like it's insane. I, I don't know anybody that's like this and, and I can smell everything and, and smells really make me nauseous. Like, strong smell of any kind just really makes me like so (laughs) I had told him like early on in our relationship I'm like dude look I know everybody does it but could you just can you walk away from me or if you don't want to get up you just tell me like hey I'm kind of gassy and I'll sit far away like I can't be right next to you when you do that it makes me really nauseous I just can't handle it and, and so I don't know, it just kind of got to a point where now we just don't ever do it around each other. Like sometimes there's been times where I've started to walk toward him for the store. And he's like, no, 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 don't come over here. <laughs> okay, no problem. That's cool. So <laughs> it's just never, it's just, I, I don't know how it got to that point. I never told him that he could do it or any, I mean, it never was like that. I was just like, hey, just give me a little courtesy because I can't, 
I, I'll get really sick to my stomach. Please don't make me smell that. <laughs> and like, because I think if me and Dylan ever held our, we would both just blow up to pieces. To <laughs> well, something else he'll do for me, um, because again, sensitive. And we used to, you know, we worked together. He and I worked together. So we were together all the time. So <clears throat> we would be riding into work together, working together, coming home together, eating dinner together. Like, we're always together. So um, because of the whole GERD thing, and, and I don't know if that's really what makes it happen or not, but he just, anything he eats or if he drinks like, um, like alcohol, it, it just sticks to him. Like that smell, like if he even has just a few sips of some kind of alcohol, you would think that he had partied all night and had 10 tequila shots. Like it, he reeks of alcohol. It's so strong. And so if, if he has to burp for any, no matter what he's drank or, or eaten, he will, if we're in the car together, he'll burp and then crack the window and blow it out the window. So I don't have to smell it. Cause it makes me gag to smell somebody's burp smell. <laughs> oh, I already thought he was the sweetest. Now I think he's even more. <laughs> It really is not. And I'll do it for him if I think he, his sense of smell is nothing compared to mine. But if I'm like, oh, you know, I had, I had onions on it, you know, on my sandwich or whatever, then I'll, if I have to burp, I'll do the same for him and be like, oh gosh, you know what? Don't kiss me. I mean, you know, and if we're, if we're getting ready to get a little, <laughs> a little, a little randy, <laughs> there have been times where I'm like, you don't want to kiss me right now. Like I, that, this is not going to smell good. You just stay like neck and below. Damn, Dylan hates like the like Doritos and stuff, and I'll eat, crunch them up, even though he hates the sound. And then I'll be like, "Hi, oh, oh my god, I would gag. Oh, I couldn't handle. (laughs) Couldn't handle it. I love you." See, but I wouldn't do it to him either. So I can at least say, you know, I'm not, and like, I'm trying to think of, oh, if I, if I make that swallowing sound that I hate so much and I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, for what? I'm like, I made that swallowing sound. And he's like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I know, but if I won't let you do it, then I shouldn't be allowed to do it either. So let me see if I can do it. Listen. No, God, don't do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to finish recording right now. I'm just going to end it. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Podcast time is over. Yeah, I, <laughs> we hadn't had a good run. <laughs> I actually do need to get off here. I need to get in my car. Okay. <laughs> all right well i'll um i'll play around with editing this stuff and see what i can get out of it and hopefully be able to post our intro and first episode um if nothing else by by tomorrow so wait i'll let you know <laughs> all right all right talk to you later okay bye, bye.